This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. I do want to pivot to Jordan, and, like, this is his This is his team now. This is his franchise. He's been waiting three years to take over, and now it's going to be all about <laughs> what Jordan Love can do. Um... I'm really excited. I think he's shown so many flashes, but like he is still a bit of an unknown for me. I'm a little bit of a franchise truster where I'm like, look, if the Packers are feel like they're ready to move on from Aaron Rodgers because they have the guy that they want for their future in the house, there's has to be something there. Like they're just, there has to be and franchise get it wrong all the time. But I did talk about, yeah, I mean, I just think, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, yes. But the Packers seem to do this fairly well. Yeah. Um, and Brian Gutekunst was in-house when they drafted Rodgers in 2005. Um, so he's seen this transition before. I talked about this with Andy on Pack-A-Day, and I want to reiterate it here because I want your thoughts on it. But I think every GM has a kind of, like, defining decision Right. Ted's was Rogers. Um, even, you know, Ron Wolf was was trading with the Falcons for Varv. This is Brian's. Like this is this is Goot's defining decision. And he has he made it in 2020 and no one has any idea like what it's going to mean. And not that I think GMs and I'm not saying this because like oh, it's Brian Gutekunst's legacy. Like, that's yeah. not... But you know what I mean? Like, there, this is like a defining moment. This is a, will I keep my job and move this storied franchise forward for the next 10 to 15 years? Or have I made a horrible decision and will I lose my job? Right? Like, this is like a huge kind of like mm-hmm. crater. Now we actually finally get to see it. It's just been this like build up, build up, build up, build up. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Every offseason questions. And now we actually get to see like this major decision that Brad Kudigan's made in 2020, like come to fruition. And I think that's really exciting, especially from like an anticipation perspective, because it's just been kind of like in the periphery. Right. Everybody knows at some point, are they going to do this at some point? Are they going to trade them away? Like what what does this look like? Um and they stuck to their guns for three years, right? So for me, I'm like, maybe this is Brian saying, I'm not admitting that I made a mistake, but I just don't think that's how the Packers work. I think they would admit their mistakes and they would get rid of guys. So yeah. I'm ready for it. Goot decided Jordan is his legacy pick, right? Like, Yeah, 
I mean, I, I think that if he was wanting to admit his mistake, we would have seen a trade and he would have tried yeah. to get some compensation to make up for, you know, this perceived mistake. And I think, you know, the quarterback thing we talked about, like you mentioned, you know, Ron Wolf with Favre and the quarterback pick is always like, you know, it kind of feels like it makes or breaks GMs like Ted Thompson didn't hit on everything. You know, Dayton Jones was not the best first round mm-hmm. pick that he made, but Aaron Rodgers is always like the band-aid. Like, regardless of what happened, Ted Thompson, you know, his team that he constructed won a ring. So, you know, you can argue like, you know, Jair Alexander, Rashawn Gary. Goody has made some really nice first-round picks, but I think it always feels contingent on the quarterback. And uh, we we talked about it, you know, the night that Jordan Love got drafted. The best time to draft a quarterback is when you don't need one because then you're sitting as a team like the Jets in need of something at quarterback with I hate, I hate using this word, no leverage in a situation. You're <laughs> not really drafting high enough to be in contention for maybe some of these quarterbacks. The Packers having, you know, who a guy that they think is their guy going all the way down to 26, knowing that he was going to get to sit for a couple of years behind one of the greatest to ever play the game. Like, that's that's a perfect scenario and that's what Ted Thompson banked on and it's like you said that's what Brian Gutekunst now is banking on so yeah I think I think it's it's really exciting and I guess I just hope that you know whatever happens with the trade whatever the compensation is that they just get Jordan some guys around him because he's gonna need a lot of help in his first year yeah I mean he seems like he has been preparing Right. And I think all we have to go off of is some social media posts and some things that his his teammates say about him. And we'll all get to make our own judgments, you know, over the course of the next, hopefully, two, it's at least, I think, in my mind, minimum two seasons. So it's just like this boy, he's a boy, he's 23, has the weight of like an entire franchise on his show. He just has like such big shoes to fill. Um, and I, I don't want him to feel like weighed down by it. But I have heard that he has like a very even keel, very like good head on his shoulders, right? And I mentioned the the episode this morning with Rob Domofsky, and I'm going to bring it up here again, because of course, as the conversation from Rogers starts to come to a close, like our podcast is, right? It turns to Jordan and Rob has, of course, been the one kind of in and around all of this as closely as anybody. And he was talking a little bit about just like the way that Jordan carries himself from like leadership perspective. And I don't particularly love these judgments. Like, I think this is, this goes back to like a conversation the league has around Justin Herbert, right? There are multiple ways that you can be a leader. And so I don't think someone being a little bit quieter is necessarily like an anti leadership quality, but at the same time, we have never seen Jordan as QB one. And so we're going to get to see what kind of leader he is, the way he carries himself, the way that he can rally the troops, the way he commands a huddle, I think from all the things we've heard, he has a full respect of everyone in that locker room, the way he's handled himself across like all this Aaron Rodgers shit that he didn't even ask for, right? He got drafted into this. Like he did not ask for this, I think says volumes about who he is as a person. But the reason I bring this up is because with these shoes to fill, if anyone who has followed Jordan or listened or knows anything about his life, right? Like, you know, that he lost his father at a very young age, And he has always said across 
any questions that he gets about this, like I've already gone through the worst thing I've ever had to go through in my life. And like, nothing will ever compare to that. And I, I got through that. So I'm going to be hand, be able to handle anything that gets thrown my way. And I bring that up simply because I just think like, he always comes at this with such a positive mindset. And I think he clearly backs himself right. And knows like I can get through anything I can get through and I have my support system and I have my family, et cetera. So when people bring up leadership style and people bring up like these big shoes to fill, et cetera, et cetera. I'm like, well, I just go back to that quote from him knowing like he knows that he can get through anything that life throws at him, including this moment. And I think once we're in week two of next season, it's just going to be Packers football and that's going to be what it is. It's just going to be week one's going to be weird. And then it'll be Packers football and it's just 10 instead of 12. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I, I will say, I think, um, I agree. I love that quote. You know, it's, it's just such a powerful perspective on things. Um, I'm hoping, I guess, in a lot of this that we see maybe some more vocal, outspoken leadership from Matt LaFleur. Because I keep thinking about what it would be like when you're Jordan Love. And I'm not saying guys like David Bakhtiari are going to treat him with any disrespect. I don't think that's the case. I think these these players will rally around him. But I feel like, you know, if Randall Cobb had come back or Mercedes Lewis, any vet in the room that was like close to 12, there's got to feel like, you know, maybe there's a little bit of tend- like a timidness there with Jordan where it's like, you know, these were all of the... I don't want to say like the old heads, but you know, you like, you've got mm-hmm. this, this old group and now you're trying to infuse like this new energy with all these guys that are older than you. They've been around, they've done that. So I hope that, you know, I think Jordan love is capable of leading this team. And I think there's a lot of young leaders that will help him do that. Like Aaron Jones, you know, has spoken so highly of him. Aaron's a great locker room leader. I think he'll be one of those guys you could see like Jair being that kind of voice. I think Jordan love will have a ton of support, but I do think that this is Matt LaFleur's kind of moment to like really take the reins of the football team. And I don't want to say that it was always an Aaron Rodgers led team, but it, it was like Matt was right. It, Matt was kind of passive sometimes. Right. So I'm, I'm ready to see him say like, I got my young guy. I got to have his back and we'll do this together because well, how it's could a lot it not, Jordan. I agree with you. And I just think like, how could it not have been Rodgers' team? Like, right, exactly. You bring in, you know, it was different when it's McCarthy, right? It's like, they've been together since, and this is going to be the way it is with Matt and Jordan. Like you've been together since you got drafted, you've watched the kid grow up. Then you bring in a young coach who's virtually the same age as your hall of fame quarterback. It's just going to be a different dynamic. Mm -hmm. It's going to be somewhat deferential, because he deserves that because Rogers kind of deserved that relationship. Now did it, I think impact their ability to ultimately get over the hump and win. M- maybe, right. It's possible. Argue, that, yeah. Right. You could argue that Rogers making decisions and being a little bit GME and being, you know, checks at the line, like all those things that we've talked about for, for ad nauseum for quite a while. We'll never know. Right. Like, 
we'll just we'll just never know you can't go back and it's not a video game and and try to do it all over again and do it a little bit differently and then compare but i agree with you completely that like as much as this is you know gm brian goodkunst kind of like defining legacy moment it's also matt lafleur's because we think that he's a fantastic head coach and we've seen what he was able to do with aaron Rodgers and even aaron Rodgers in his mvp speech is like i don't win these without you matt but Nobody will really know what kind of coach Matt LaFleur is until he is not coaching Aaron Rodgers. So this is just like the layers of this decision, like the layers of this move are so deep because it, it impacts everybody from front office to coaching staff to players. Yeah. I mean, you literally think about even like the number of snaps guys are taking and I, you know, that's kind of hyperbolic in a sense, but it's like, Aaron Rodgers was a pass heavy quarterback. That was how he played. And now you're thinking about like, Hey, maybe Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon are going to run the ball a little more than they used to. Like, I don't know. Affects Maggie. I just got breaking news. Okay. Bears are signing former Packers tight end, Robert Tunyon to a one year deal. Ugh. <laughs> so That's- annoying. I hate that so much. Uh, why? Why is it always in the division? All right. So because you dropped that and we can continue the Jordan love talk if you want, but you know, we're getting, I'm sorry. No, <laughs> it but I just came up, but on, on that note, I'm glad you brought that up. You know, I guess congrats to Robert Tunney and we'll see what the contract looks like, but you are the schedule maker for the NFL. <sighs> And it is Jordan Love's first game at Lambeau Field as the starter of the Green Bay Packers. Who do you have them playing and why? Because I say it's the Bears. <laughs> like I, You saying that was my segue. Like, I, I think it's the Bears. Um, I could see that for a lot of reasons, but... Yeah, I mean, division games make sense. Too young... Franchise QBs, long-standing history. Yeah, that feels right. And like I, I know Bears fans are so sick of these like primetime games at Lambeau Field because it's just it might not be primetime. It might be a one p.m. game. Sorry, noon twelve game. noon Central Time game. <laughs> but yeah, I think that this. I mean, and we've talked about it. Like maybe that makes us weird Packer fans for wanting Justin Fields to be decent. You know, but. I think I think the if this pans out right, we we're putting we're projecting a lot onto Jordan Love, and we don't mean to do that. But you're expecting him to be the face of the franchise for at least a handful of seasons because the Packers haven't known anything else for thirty plus years. But if this is a healthy rivalry between Justin Fields and Jordan Love, I think I think we'd be about it. Yeah. Oh, now I'm gonna think about this. <laughs> Um, all right. Any, any parting thoughts on, we've covered a range of topics, but I think I'll save my beautiful soliloquy to Aaron Rodgers when the news is finalized and he's a jet, but I, I think that just, you know, we kind of talked about it a little bit on Monday. Like it's the end of a chapter. It's bittersweet. It's exciting. We don't know what's going to happen next, but whatever does happen next isn't going to like 
take away the last, you know, 18 seasons that we've had with one of the best to ever do it. So I just feel very fortunate. I'm excited to see him. I will say that, you know, I thought what he said about Nathaniel Hackett was fantastic on the Pat McAfee show. Like, say what you want about Aaron Rodgers. He will always defend his guys. And mm-hmm. I thought that was, you know, a really nice moment. So excited to see what he does. I think, you know, Aaron Rodgers could be the guy that puts that Jets offense over the edge. We'll see, you know, it's not going to hurt to root for a team in the AFC, but I don't know. I'll, I'll save my Rodgers thoughts until it's official, I guess. Yeah. I have a lot of thoughts too, obviously. I think this saga is finally ending and it's just good for everyone that it is. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like, like we've been pulling at the bandaid for a little bit and now you like rip it and it stings, but it's better for it to sting and be over um, than for us to just keep kind of like peeling at it. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll be back. You know, I, we'll have an episode whenever the news drops. Maybe that'll be, I don't know. Maybe that'll be next week. Maybe we'll have one episode. Maybe we'll have multiple. Maybe the Packers will actually start signing free agents that aren't long snappers. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, <laughs> I doubt it at this point, but we will see what happens. Thank you, as always, for listening to the show. You can find the Packs What She Said podcast everywhere you find your favorite podcasts. You can find Perry on Twitter at Perry underscore Goldstein. You can find me on Twitter at Maggie J. Loney. We'll eventually segue into free agency and draft content, but right now we've been a little wrapped up in what's going on with Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> it's so a little distracted. Oh, my God. The draft is like a month away. Yeah, we should probably start talking about that on the show, which we will. But, you know, got to wait and see what happens with Aaron Rodgers first so we know how many picks we're talking about. But yeah. thank you, as always, for listening to the show. And go Pack Go. Go Pack Go. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 